That's true. That's for another for another time. As, a, as a podcast in a couple months. Yes. <laughs> when things die down a little bit. When turn down this level. But you know, welcome back everybody. For all I know podcast. We have returned. We are back in motherfucking action. COVID tried to stop us. Man. The 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 losing the old office space tried to stop us. But guess what happened? We upgraded. Bounce back every time. Bounce back higher. This motherfucker is clean too. It's a little it's a little bit chilly in here. It's getting a little bit blue. A little bit cold, crispy. Right? Yeah. Got a nice. whole little makeover to the for all I know yes, podcast. Sir. It's looking clean. Th- shout out to uh Trent. Follow him on Instagram. I think it's uh E Trent. Or no, Trent Art. I'll post them on there. I'll put them in the YouTube description. But he painted all the stuff you see in here, except for the ones behind Rawled. We got those from uh, Ashley Home Furniture. Hey. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> Ashley Home Furniture. But, yeah, the, the real dope ones, uh, all the custom stuff, that's all Trent. I saw Trent in Tahoe. Did you? And I fucking, I saw him and I recognized him. But, you know, when you see somebody, you're like, fuck, what's his name? Because uh-huh. we kicked it like three, four times. Yeah. So, I'm like, damn, let me text Travis. I text you. And I'm waiting. I'm like, let me call this motherfucker. I call you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you answered, but then you text me right back, like, oh, that's Trent. Yeah. And then I, I was chopping up with him at uh, Hard Rock in Tahoe. That's dope. Good dude. Yeah, he's cool. He's a real good dude. He's doing a lot of big stuff, too, a lot of big murals and stuff. I think uh, about a year ago, he just got done doing a mural festival in downtown Livermore, mm-hmm. painted a whole bunch of stuff. But it's cool because a lot of my uh, clients that I work with, like, they'll open a new restaurant um, and they'll need a mural done. I'd be like, yo, Trent. Get in here. There's some money for you, man. Yeah, because he'll do a great job, too. So, And that's the dope thing about recommending friends who are talented at what they do. It's like not only – you know they'll get the job done and do it well, Yeah, you know, because I think it's always sketchy, like putting a friend out there to do a job because it's like, oh, I want to hook my friend up. But then if they don't do a good job, it's going to make you look bad. For sure it does. You know, so it's always a slippery slope, but he, he does a good job. Why do you think a lot of people don't put on their friends when it comes to, like – like the other day, I had a, a homie that I golf with, mm-hmm. and he is an electrician. Yeah. And I had another homie that needed some electrical, elect, fuck, what? electrical work, electrician. He needed work done. <laughs> he needed some <laughs> fucking work done that the guy I know could do. So I'm like, oh, you know, link with him. You can put some money in his pocket. Mm-hmm. He'll probably give you a discount, and yeah. then now you get your shit done. Um, what do you, what the fuck, bro? I cannot talk right now. I'm struggling. <laughs> P.S. Guys, I just got off a fucking plane. Went to work for a couple hours, and now I'm here doing the podcast. So excuse my verbiage right now. He's but been I'm going in. Place. And then I just got back from Vegas, so yeah, it's been a long weekend, man. Slight work. Slight work, you know? <laughs> yeah. But so what do you think? So rephrase Why don't question. people recommend their friends or put on their friends when they have, like, work they can do or even liking a post or fucking sharing somebody's shit? What do you think stops people from... You know, well, I, giving I, their friends that shout out. I think the work specifically, like putting work on, is kind of what I just said in terms of like, you know, like, yeah, we have friends who do things, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's be real. Like, I'm a, I make music, I'm a rapper, right? And like, let's say someone no, needs a rapper. Yeah. It's like, they might not recommend me if they know someone way doper who's like an acquaintance. You know what I mean? So it's all about like people putting aside the fact that it's like, oh, they're a friend. Yeah. But if they're not going to be up to the task, I don't want to look bad, you know, because I've had a couple scenarios like that in the past where it's like I've always been trying to put hella people on and then I put someone on and like they don't follow through. Yeah. And then the client's like, yo, why didn't this shit get done or what the hell? Like, and it falls on this? And I'm like, fuck. Like, and then I got to go to my friend and have that difficult conversation. Mm -hmm. And then it makes the friendship weird. So there's like so many like 
things that can go wrong that'll either ruin the client relationship or ruin the friendship. So it's like, fuck, unless you're, like, you're really tight with this person and you can be like super upfront and be like, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know, have you ever uh, worked with a friend and then kind of the situation went bad? Oh, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, because that's like, I like, you know, like. <laughs> I've always wanted to get put on because like if someone puts me on, like, you know, the, my business partner put me on yeah, and like, I didn't let him down yet, you know? For sure. So it's like, I've always been in that mentality of like, I'm going to give people those chances. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times, majority of the times it falls through, you know, because I think part of their mentality too is like, Oh, Trav's putting me on. So it's like, you know, yeah. if I do mess up, it's Trav, you know, it's my, it's my buddy, but it's like, nah, it's like, this I, is either, business. Yeah. Man. It, business you yeah. know so it's like if you fuck up it's on you but it's gonna make me look bad and i had to have a couple of those conversations with clients where it's like yo i apologize like i thought this person was xyz and like you know like i made it made that mistake in the past i made that mistake in the past and now he's making that mistake it's like that's looking bad on the company as a whole and like having that whole conversation it always gets messy so i don't recommend it i mean being a boss right it kind of puts you in that situation where I'm a friendly guy. Mm -hmm. I don't want to like make work uncomfortable for anybody or be super hard on anybody ever. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes you got to be, you know, on people's ass. Yeah. And it's like finding that fine line between I'm your boss, but mm -hmm. we're also friends. Cause I've worked at restaurants with friends before. And yeah. it's like, dude, you can't just not show up to work. Like just because we're friends, you're like, Oh, he's not going to really trip like that. Yeah. Like, no, nah, that's not how it works. Well, and that's the trickiest part because I've seen that happen a lot in other people's businesses too, because like a lot of companies bring me on almost like a, as a consulting manager. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like, I am a manager within the company and I'm helping like facilitate things. Obviously a lot of it has to do with marketing, but like I witness a lot of these behind the, behind the scenes things. And a lot of the times people will get hired and they're strangers to whoever the manager or owner, whoever it is. And as they evolve, they become friends and then they get too friendly. And then it's like, dude, if you guys go out drinking after work or something like that, and then you both get super hungover, and then you're the boss above that person, but that lower level person has to come into work and you're giving them a hard time about like, yo, why you late? It's like, oh, well, you know, you know, <laughs> we was out last night, bro. Like we both hung over. So then it's yeah. like, it's way more lax. And then you lose a lot of that power to mm -hmm. kind of discipline and, and correct and correct yeah so it's like i've seen so many situations where that shit just doesn't work out so it's like now it's like if i hire someone i'll be there i'll be their friend you know i'll be nice to them yeah but it's like it's never buddy buddy anymore you know because it just gets way too muddy mm -hmm. if you tell them to do something it's a difference of like they'll do it or they might do it, you know. So yeah, and it's like, oh, I'll do it on my own terms and my own time, and I'll do it when it's convenient for myself. When it's like, it needs to be convenient for where we're working at, right? Exactly. Now. And it's like, if, if you mess up, it's like, no, no, uh, uh, this isn't like I, I had you come over and help me move. This is like business. So if you mess up, you mess up, and like, you might get fucking written up or some shit, you know. <laughs> it's like we're keeping record. Like, we gonna have HR at some point, bro. You could get pulled in the office, you know. Yeah. So it's have real you, out here. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you ever had to write up one of your friends? No, I well, it's never been written up for me. It's always been like, hey, we're you not know? doing business anymore. Yeah, it, I've had to let some people go and like kind of like there's been plenty of times, honestly, which is a shame. But like, you know, you got to give people chances and then but not no more. Yeah. <laughs> Handouts I, are over, I think bro. That's a good way to learn for like yourself and for the other yeah. person. It's like, damn, I just ruined this whole relationship with one of my good friends because 
Yeah. I wanted to do bad business. Like. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there always is a point where like time will kind of heal that and then kind of bounce back. But it always is kind of awkward, you know, because it's like then like you're talking to the clients and shit. It's like, yeah, I apologize. And you're kind of like talking bad about your friend, but it's you're not really talking bad because like it's all facts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you didn't show up or like you did X, Y, Z. It's not like I'm putting emotion behind it. It's all factual. I think that has a lot to do with people's upbringing, right? It's mm-hmm. like if you're like trained or your parents taught you that like hard work matters, mm-hmm. being a good person matters, you know, respecting your authority matters. Yeah. I think every time I've had a problem with someone at work that I was friends with, mm-hmm. I think it's always been like, they're a privileged person Yeah, and they're working here because they're like, Oh, well, Gerald works there. Yeah. He's going to put me on and make some more money and I can kind of do whatever I want. It's yeah. Like, that's not what it is. Yeah. Well, and it, yeah, hundred percent. I could totally see that because it's, they, they almost use you as that privilege too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like the mentality of uh, a father or a mother hiring their children. It's like, Oh, well my mom's the boss or Oh, my dad's the boss. So it's like you walk in with a certain sense of pride. So it's like, if your friend brings you on the team, it's like, Oh, well I know Rald. So y'all better calm down with that discipline shit yeah. because I know Rald. And then next thing you know, you have to walk in and be like, but Rald, I know you. And then yeah. it's like, uh-uh, nah, not like that. <laughs> not like you know? that. Uh, yeah, there's been uh, there's been some instances. I forgot what I was gonna say. I probably shouldn't say it then. Yeah, yeah. Let's leave it to that. Leave then, it at huh? that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking on something like that, um, dude, I've been getting super annoyed driving lately, dude. Um, so I was gonna ask you, like, what are some of your like top pet peeves, bro? Some shit that just like irks your soul. Driving a lot, bro. There's, <laughs> I've been feeling violent lately, bro. I'm not going to lie. It's funny because I've been, like, back on, like, my spirituality, mentality, uh, meditation, yeah, tranquility hype again, which is dope. But it's, like, now I see, I guess before I was more blind to it, and now I really see how quick I am to kind of be, like, you know, I could Snappy. just, <clears throat> you yeah. know, out of nowhere. Because I was actually pulling out of my, my uh, fuck. My street, the reason I laugh is because I've been thinking about Livermore in general because I moved here with my girlfriend a couple years ago now. It seems like they did everything last minute. Like the streets and the roads seem like it was an afterthought. Hmm. It didn't seem very like, oh, we're going to have this here and this here. It seemed like halfway through they're like, oh, shit, um, we got some houses over here. We need to throw a street. Oh, crap, we need to put a sign over here because like I was pulling out. So let me try to illustrate this. My street curves going up, right? And then at the curve, there's also a straight through. So it's like, it's almost like a J if you were to turn a J, a J sideways. Mm-hmm. So there's a straight line, but then the, it curves. So the people who have the right of way are on the curve because the lines on the road show that. I was pulling out, going along the curve, and homeboy was going straight, and he thought he had the right of way. So he was like driving towards me, and I didn't stop because I have the right of way. And he honked his horn at me, and something inside of me was I kept driving. I didn't act on it at all. But something inside of me was like, I'm going to stop this car, <laughs> hop out, listen, pop, 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 and like start going off, bro. Man, that's real shit, dude. Driving is like, pisses everyone off, I feel like. Right? Oh, yeah. Everyone kind of gets that emotion. Yeah. There's been once where I was with my mom and my sister. We were on um, Bernal, uh-huh. right yeah, yeah. by uh, Safeway and all that shit. The fairgrounds and fairgrounds. shit. Fairgrounds. Yeah. And, um, Something happened, dude. Someone honked at me and shit. And I was with my mom I'm, and my sister. I might have been feeling like, yeah, fuck, yeah. how you going to honk at me? I'm with my mom. Yeah, yeah. So I hop out the car. Oh, no. This motherfucker hops out the car. I oh. pop the trunk, grab a bat. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, he's just like, we're like, what? Like, what's up? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like what, what are we about to do? And yeah. then 
uh, my mom's like, get in the car, like yeah, yelling yeah, yeah. and shit. He's like standing there. So yeah. he turns around. I turn around, get in the car. And I'm just thinking like, yeah. Was what, it worth it? Really? Yeah, what just happened? <laughs> right. Like, testosterone just got out yeah, of me. Yeah, bro. Me. Just like, I just really wanted to just go off on this dude. Well, it's funny. Car situations in general, I was like on a really good positivity hype, which I usually am. Shout out to myself. Shout um, out to Lil B. <laughs> yeah, for real, huh? Base God. Um, but I was driving towards somewhere in Dublin, and I was with my girl, and there was this chick in front of me, and her car was kind of beat up, so obviously my mind is already kind of placing judgments, which isn't good. But regardless, it happened. And then I see her throw, like blatantly like bah, 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 eating some shit, and, like, and like just not even like it accidentally flew out of the car, and she just couldn't care for it, she but like straight it. up like crumple, crumple, arm out the window, throw. Damn. And like I was like, what the fuck? Like I hate to see that shit yeah. because like if that shit just is allowed to happen – that's how cities just start to slowly fall apart. You know, it's a whole bunch of small things. And then like shit, the roads get fucked up. There's way more homeless people. People stop caring, you know, and shit just goes downhill. So I honk my horn. Why are you talking about Oakland, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking about my city, bro? <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I honk the horn and I kind of like lean out the window and be like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm like, hey, what the fuck? Like let her know, like you can't be doing that. And it pisses her off. She like, like not even like leans out, but like full on like arches out of the car and like yells at me. And then like she like speeds off all crazy. And then I'm like pulling away. And then like she tries to like pull up beside me and like is yelling. But like she's like swerving and going so fast that like the car's like you can see the weight of the car like shaking and shit. Tip over and yeah. Shit. But people in cars are crazy. I saw a Range Rover like that blasting on the freeway. And same shit. It was just like, vroom, vroom, vroom. Because they were, like, going 120 in a range, swerving through traffic. You know? Like, the only time I've ever, like, hit 120 was, like, straight. Mm-hmm. Not, I ain't turning for nothing. Because your shit will flip. Bro, going that fast gets scary, bro. Yeah. No, thank you, bro. I don't like that shit. Uh-uh. I ain't trying to die. <laughs> nah. I mean, being younger, just really thinking about it. There's some there's some times we did some dumb shit like especially going to Ruby Hill or something. Shout out to my boy Jordan in the Mustang. <laughs> we used to do some stupid shit, bro. Just like trying to get somewhere hella fast and. Well, I've, we've gotten into some. Uh, I'm not going to say any names, and I'm not even sure these people would hear the podcast in the first place. But you know who they are. Um, it was like me. It was three, four of us total, and we were mobbing down Sonol, and I think it was his Mustang. Mm-hmm. And we were going crazy, and we were on some shit, like a, a concoction of things. <laughs> and we were mobbing, and we hit a little lip. And do you know the golf course on Sonol? And then you go up, and then you're up in Castlewood. Castlewood, yeah. yeah. And there's a golf course. It's like if you're coming down Sonol, and then the bridge is on the right side, there's like the, we hit this little bump, and we are midair, like. Boom! And slam into this, like, uh, this guardrail. Smack. Like, like, we all, like, come to a little bit. But, like, we weren't phased because we were on a concoction of some shit. So, like, we weren't like, oh, my God. We were like, well, let's get our things. And, like, gathered our stuff and, like, hopped out the car. And then the homie who was driving, who was intoxicated a little bit, was like, all right, I'm going to stay here. We're like, okay. And we were just, like, started walking the other way. But, like, we could have died. So, Man. yeah, being young and dumb is for sure a thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think one of my biggest pet peeves right now is sense of urgency. Hmm. Like, just in, it could be a lot of things, but, like, yeah. I think the most recent one was um, I had someone give me a ride somewhere, 
And we get in the car and like they're doing everything but starting the car. Yeah. It's like, bro, fucking start the car. <laughs> Let's go where we gotta go. Because yeah, yeah. Like, what yeah. are we sitting here for? For like yeah. it's like five minutes before we start the car. It's yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, you gotta look in the mirror, <laughs> put on your glasses. Put on your uh, fucking <laughs> chapstick. You know what I mean? Um, pick the perfect song. Yeah, you skip yeah, yeah. 20 songs yeah, to get yeah. to the song you want. Like, let's fucking go. Yeah, um, I can I can imagine someone, like, getting in the driver's seat and you're in the passenger seat. And, like, they sit down. And they're like, okay. And then, like, they put their drink down in the cup holder. And they're like, okay. And they pick it up and then open it up. <laughs> Bruh. Okay, okay. And then put it back down. And, like, take in their sweet-ass time. And you're just, like, kind of tapping your foot. Like, the fuck? Let's go. Let's get out of here, man. Let's go. Or there's been a few times I got like a ride somewhere and the mm-hmm. motherfucker has to, let, to warm up their car, which I totally get. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, but, yeah. but at the same like, time, fuck, dude, I got to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's get moving. I what was So my biggest pet peeve right now is kind of in the same vein of sense of urgency, but like short notice shit. Because mm-hmm. my whole business, right, the whole point of, of I started a business, obviously to make money, but to do my own thing and to make my own schedule. Yeah, And a lot of my clients, I tell them all when I sign them up because they're all <laughs> monthly. So it's not like a little project project. It's like I'm with them for a long, long period of time. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I'm like, yo, give me a heads up. I don't work on Sundays and give me a heads up. Yeah. You know, it's like I try not to work on the weekends, but I will if you give me a heads up. And like I'm talking like at least a week so I can put it in my schedule because I got a lot of things going on. And like, OK, OK, perfect, perfect, perfect. And like, OK, cool. They get it. Fast forward like two weeks night before they're like hey we need you to come out and uh shoot this thing or do this thing tomorrow i'm like what like what no i can't and half the time i'll make up some shit right i probably they hopefully don't hear this but like straight up i'll make some shit up because you can't be pressing my time like that it's bad business it's bad business yeah you know and it's like it happens all the time i'm like yo yo and then i'll tell them again it's like hey i can make it this time i got you because i i care about your business and i want you to succeed but Next time, please give me a heads up. Please. And it just keeps happening and happening. So yeah. now it's like that shit happens. I get real pressed. You ever put it in your contract? Like if you let me know less than a week in advance, I'm going to charge you this X amount of money. That's a good idea. I didn't even think about that. Because then it's like if money's involved, they'll get the message real fucking quick. You know what I mean? Because I'm on a retainer right now. But it's like that would be like a good. It's like almost like not like a late fee, but like a late notice fee. You know, yeah, which is a real good idea because they'll get the message. And the funny part is, right, they always act like it's like, oh, well, it came up last minute. But then, like, I'm I'm smart. So I'm, like, looking through the email f- threads, and I see <laughs> that they were forwarding it from someone who told them a week prior. I'm like, oh, so you knew yeah. on Monday, and it f- is for Saturday, and you're telling me Friday night acting like you just found out. Yeah, it's like, like bullshit. Yeah. Now I really don't want to help you. Exactly. It's yeah. like, who the hell? Half the time, I'll be like, oh, I'm pretty slammed because I usually am. I'm always running around doing shit. But, like, I'm like, oh, I'm slammed. I'll see if I can move it around. And then if I do get a couple seconds, be like, I got you. My schedule cleared up. So, at least I'm getting the work done for them because I know they need it done. But still, it just pisses me off, man. So, respect that. I mean, shit, you got your time. You got got a life. Yeah. You got a family. You got a girl. Yeah. Shit. I'm trying to do the podcast shit, the music shit. It's like that. that's another thing I'm learning as I really, like, kind of grow up. Um, not even grow up, but like, you know, become a better man yeah. is like scheduling free time. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I have free time, but like I scheduled that shit, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not like it's free time. It's like, that's time scheduled for myself. You know, it's not like, oh, I just stumbled upon a couple free hours. It's like, no, I am going to be chilling 
yeah. not doing shit for three hours, four hours on Friday, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that's another hard thing, too, is trying to set a schedule because I want to not work after five. Like, shout out to my girl and then shout out to Jay-Z because uh-huh. I think the last, like, three years, I've been, like, really on my schedule. And I could be a lot better. Yeah. But, like, as far as knowing what's on my schedule, seeing it visually mm-hmm. like in my phone or whatever, yeah. I used to never, like, I used to just be off the mind. Like, fuck, okay, yeah. I got to be here at X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But like actually having your Google calendar. Yeah. Seeing what you got to do, when you got to do it. Yeah. I saw this one thing Jay-Z said, and he's like, I can literally go back 365 days and show you show you what I did every single day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, damn, like, that's how life needs to be. Or like, that's yeah. how you need to be organized if you want to be a successful person, right? Yeah. Like, well, and that's like super smart because I was on that tip for a while. And it's super nice because then you wake up and instead of like the first 30 minutes of the day or whatever, you're sitting there like, so what do I have to do? It's yeah. like, nah, I'm, I got to do this. I got to do this. And I got to do this. And then if uh, like you were talking about, if there's that late fees or whatever involved with the notice, it's like, you don't have to trip about something popping up, you know? And if something pops up and it is a real emergency, you get paid for it, you get paid for it or like, and then you get it done, yeah. you know? And then it's like, cool. I have this many hours extra instead of just kind of like stumbling through the days, which I feel like a lot of people do. I've been uh, working with a lot of managers lately at the company I work for. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's funny to see them try to manage, right? Because they'll, like, give direction and delegate things that need to be done, but they don't set a time limit on when it needs to be finished. Yeah. And that's my big thing. Like, oh, I need all this taken care of. I need to be done by 1130. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then they're like, okay. And then if they don't get it done by 1130, then they're like, you know, something came up or – um you know, I tried really hard to get it done, but it was just a lot of work. Cool. Yeah. I totally understand it. Yeah. But at least I set that limitation or that yeah. expectation of this needs to be done by this time. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people work better like that. Oh, well, and it, it makes everything a lot more functional and it gives everything a structure. A lot of the people I help, there's like, there's structure, but there's not much structure. And it's like the nature of the business, mm-hmm. you know, be it real estate, hospitality, restaurants, bars, you know. It's, it's a lot more of a kind of like as it comes business, Yeah. but being able to set deadlines and like a lot of times I've been trying to implement because I'm trying to write this whole playbook, right? Because I've been running business for like almost four years now and I've just been doing it off top, mm-hmm. you know, thank, praise God I've been doing it well and getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of trying to translate it to somebody coming on staff, yeah, it's like trying to write that playbook and part of that playbook I'm trying to write is setting deadlines and asking clients deadlines. It's like, okay, cool you need this video made or you need this part of your website updated or you want to launch this campaign for marketing, but when do you need it done by? Is there a sense of urgency to it? Is this something that I could do over the next couple of days or do you need this by like tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know? And then it kind of funnels them and it gets them used to being, you know, aware of, oh, there is a, a time and a schedule around this shit, you yeah. know? Especially with like social media and marketing, that shit yeah. matters, man. Oh, yeah. You know, posting stuff at the right time, yeah. you know, making sure that it gets seen by the right people, all that shit matters. Yeah. And I think that's like an interesting part about business is like there always becomes, I've been finding myself in this situation a lot lately is like, there comes to a point where yeah, it's business, but I don't just because you're bringing me business doesn't mean I need your business. And if you push the wrong buttons, bye bye, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, I'll cut because I've had I cut a couple clients off for like, you know, pressing my time too much and like not appreciating my time, you know, and not appreciating the product. And like, 
you, you get a lot of people always say, and like, this is some good advice for people out there. Everybody's like, Oh, all money's good money. All publicity is good publicity. Mm -hmm. Shut the hell up. That's not true. Yeah. Like all money is not good money. If that yeah. money is devaluing you as a person, if that money is just like destroying your, your balance in life, mm -hmm. if it's taking too much of your time up, it doesn't make sense. No. I could get, let's say, just a, throw a number out there. Let's say a thousand dollars. I get a thousand dollars from this one client and a thousand dollars from this other client. This one client, B, client A and client B, client A is very low maintenance, right? They come and say, oh, well, I need this done. Okay, cool. I talk to them once a month. I get the job done. Everything's beautiful. Client B is like, oh, I need this done. You get the thing done, but they're like, oh, is it almost done? Oh, is it done? Oh, I like this, but oh, can we tweak this? Oh, can we tweak that? Oh, can we do this? Okay, that's cool, but now can you do this? And can you do this? And can you do this? Like, oh, you only said we we're going to do this, but okay, but yeah, but it shouldn't be too hard to do that, right? And oh, hey, oh, bye, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. It's like Client you hired <laughs> me to do one thing, you exactly. told me what you wanted, and now you're changing it. And they're penny pinchers or whatever it might be, they're trying to like add more stuff on or get a discount. It's like, okay, if I'm going to get a discount for you, I'm not going to work as hard, mm -hmm. you know? It's just like the nature of mental, like the mentality, That's you know? Shit. So all money is not good money. It's like you need to work with people who understand that you are a business as well or you are offering a good and a service mm -hmm. and they value that. They're not looking at you like this like stepping stone or this this kind of this like, you know, this crony or like, you know, there, there was a adage, uh, a saying I always used to believe is like you can tell the value of a person by how they treat people lesser than them. Mm -hmm. And the way I kind of digested that through my thought process is like, you should look for people who will talk to a CEO the same way they would talk to a janitor. Yeah. You know, and I've come around, I've come across a lot of people in business who will talk to a CEO and treat a janitor like trash, you know, and those are the worst. I don't care how people try to defend them. No, it's the worst. Uh, uh, yeah. Get those people away, you know. You don't want any of those people around. Dude, I went to a restaurant with a friend once, and uh, I think something spilled on the table, and this fool starts snapping at the fucking oh my God. waitress. And I'm like, what are you doing, bro? And he's like, I'm trying to get them to clean. I'm like, that's not how this works, bro. They're going to spit in our food, yeah, literally. Yeah, for real. And I was like, now I don't want to eat here, bro. Yeah. Because you're snapping at them. Like, wh who does that, bro? Well, and, like, that's, like, I think it's, again, it comes down to, like, how we were raised home training home training and like the discipline you know and like working hard mm -hmm. because like i've worked in restaurant industry and like if i get the wrong order i might just live with it unless it's like way off and i'm allergic to some shit or if like i really 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 don't want what they gave me yeah if it's a little bit off or like they accidentally added pickle or like i'm not gonna trip you know and it's not their fault you know they're busy back there whatever it's like why yeah. add to the issue you know, but if it's like way off, you know, and like I'm allergic to fish, and it's well, like, no, no, no. Dude, I'm right there with you. I mean, shout out to my homie Tim. Mm -hmm. um, we used to go out and eat all the time, man. He was just like, if my order comes out and it's not right, I'm sending it back every single time. I don't get yeah. this five times. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. you're just making a problem. And he's like, I paid my hard earned money for this meal. Yeah. Like, I want it to be exactly how I want it. Yeah. So I get that too, but yeah. Then, Working at a working in a restaurant business, you know, previously, yeah, I've seen some gross ass shit happen, yeah, and it's just like I'd rather not, I'd rather that not happen to me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that, like for real. Well, because you can never be too safe, man. I think this might just be a podcast about pet peeves at this point because another pet peeve, <laughs> <laughs> what is dude, no, real quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking I was talking to two of my good homies, um, they're getting married soon, shout uh -huh. out to them, um, and 
they used to work at In N Out. Uh-huh. And I was like, I never have ever ate at In N Out and questioned anything. Yeah, yeah. Ever. Like it's always the same. It's mm-hmm. always how I want it. And they were like, give they're rolling their eyes. Like, oh no. You just don't know. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, in and out? Really? Yeah. So just to, I just had to say that. Like well, it, it never shit. trust that shit. You For never real, know. man. Don't trust <laughs> any processed foods in general, bro. This should kill you eventually. It's true. But uh another thing, another pet peeve is people who don't take responsibility. That might be my biggest pet peeve of all. <laughs> it's like if you mess up and you try to sweep it under the rug or try to blame somebody else, yeah, you grow the fuck up. You know, it's like, and a lot of the time it's not young people. It's like no. older people. Again, like I've worked with some people where like there was this whole project we were running, right? And we had a supervisor who was like facilitating my team and we were in there executing amazingly right we were like turning big numbers for these people and like it was dope but this guy was acting like a know-it-all like he's the type of person like if i'm talking to you he's like yeah yeah uh uh-huh anyways and then start like everything you said went right through his head and he's on some other shit and then he comes back with what you just said and pretends like he just thought of it Mm -hmm. and then takes the credit like oh yeah yeah that's i just thought of a great idea and it's like that's what i literally just told you two (laughs) seconds ago but like there was this whole situation we were launching this thing and we we're like, hey, make sure you do this because if you don't do this, this is going to be down. Like, it was a website. Like, mm-hmm. this is this website's going to go down, right? We need to make sure the website's up. Otherwise, we're not going to get any traffic. The order's going to be down. It's going to be a huge problem. Like, make sure you get this done. And, and he was like, okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, it'll be done. Oh, oh, it'll be done. Don't you worry. It'll be done. Like, super confident. Day comes, doesn't get done. And then the shit, the website goes down. Next thing you know, all these phone calls coming into my team. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We're like, hey, like, that's not us. It's homeboy. Like, it's the dude. It's we the guy you look to up do. to. Yeah, it's like your team. That's you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, we told him. He told us. And then he fires back in the group chat. Like, what the hell? I can't believe you guys. You guys call yourself marketing people. You, you, who would ever let this go down? I can't believe you let this happen. And oh, I, I came in real quick. I was like, listen, first of all, you don't talk to me like that. And you are the, we had a, we can show the text messages. You, we told you, we gave you a heads up. This was your responsibility. And he just kept deflecting, 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 and didn't take responsibility. And it sucked because the other people, I guess they might've been friends, the other people involved, but they like, let it happen. Mm -hmm. And if you see some shit that you know is wrong and you let it happen, a part of you dies. For sure. Like, that is, like, the worst thing you can allow to happen. Like, if you witness one of your friends do something wrong, like treating someone poorly, and you want to speak up, and you know you should speak up, but you don't. Yeah, that's you, fuck shit. Yeah, you are defeating yourself, and a part of you dies. And then it's, like, you allow the world to get one up on you every single time. But, yeah, people who don't take responsibility, man, it's, like, just own up, suck it up, because <laughs> you're, you know... And that's the only way to grow. Yeah, you for real. You have to make mistakes. You yeah. Know, no one's perfect, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. That peeps, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I get a lot more and more every day. I know, right? I, I had like all these lists of pet peeves and now I can't really think of any besides uh-huh. fucking driving and yeah. sense of urgency. Sense of urgency, though, is like number one. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to switch it up a bit, I just got back from Vegas. Uh oh. And Vegas was, I mean, Vegas is. Vegas is Vegas. Vegas is Vegas. Um, crazy, <laughs> crazy shit going on. Yeah. Everyone's drunk. Saw a guy fall down an escalator. Oh, man. This <laughs> nuts shit happening, right? Um, but I just had to ask you, mm-hmm. 
how do you feel about your girl going to Vegas without you? Or do you think your girl will let you go to Vegas without her? I think I think we would let each other go without each other. But I think there would definitely be a talk beforehand. Yeah. A kind of a talk where it's like, hey, listen, it's Vegas. <laughs> don't Strippers f- and cocaine. Yeah, exactly. It'd be, it'd be like, first of all, be safe, you yeah. know. Don't put yourself in a situation. It's it's sketchy. It's Vegas. You know, not only is it Vegas, but it's like, it's Vegas. Like, be fucking careful. You know, shit happens out there. Be safe. But more than that, like, you know, have fun. Enjoy yourself. But know where the fucking line is. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like, I'm kind of speaking as if I was my girl talking to me. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I get it. Like, you might go to a strip club. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's Vegas. You're with all the guys and like they have girls too. You're gonna take Yeah, but like don't (laughs) (laughs) but don't go in a private room. Yeah, yeah. Don't push it. You (laughs) know? Don't push it. And I think it's just like it's a conversation. I think I've dated girls who I probably would have not been okay with going. Yeah. Well that's a girl you shouldn't be dating. (laughs) Exactly, right? And that's just kind of how you you think about it. Yeah. Um But then at like certain points in my life, I probably wouldn't have been fine going to Vegas by myself either, right? Yeah. So it all depends on where you're at in life. Yeah. And I, I saw so many beautiful young women yeah. in Vegas, you know, and I'm like, huh, would their boyfriends be happy or would their husbands be happy? But hey, you know, maybe they got a hall pass. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> hall passes are crazy. How do you feel about hall passes? Um, I wouldn't give one. No? Hell no. Here's an interesting way to think about it. you you die you're gonna die one day right you're right and i'll be in the metaverse but physically yeah yeah yeah. but like you should die with no regrets right that's why like what part of the reason we're doing a podcast is because like oh fuck it let's throw shit at the wall until something sticks like it's better to kind of say you did it than regret not doing it for sure but when it comes to that obviously it's like a, a different realm but like there's certain things I feel like that, like, put it this way. Let's say Halle Berry. No, nah, what's it good? Who's, like, the the baddest in the league yeah. right now? I don't know, man. Kim Kardashian? <laughs> Let, let's, say, let's say, like, let's Zendaya. say. Zendaya. Sure. Let's I say, like Zendaya. I let's say, cute. let's say, okay, let's put it this way just so it's a little bit more out of reach so we don't get in trouble. Let's Beyonce. Say, let's say Beyonce, Zendaya. Uh, uh, Rihanna. Kim Kardashian, Rihanna, all were morphed into one super woman, right? Yep. And she came up to you one day and yep. was like, "Yo, sup, bro? <laughs> Let, hey, I'm gonna say, hey, let's invite my girlfriend, <laughs> and if she's down, we can all have fun together. But if not, it'll just be me and you. Well, because because <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> imagine that. Let's say you had like you were like, nah." I can't, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, the the girl you just described is mm-hmm. the most beautiful woman ever, right? Yeah. Like all those girls morphed into one. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any person in their right mind could say no. Fuck, dude. I mean, who are all the hottest guys in the world? I don't fucking know. Uh, but like just imagine David, all of them. David, what's his name? Beckham? Or oh, a soccer player? Yeah, I feel like all the girls like okay, him. David Beckham. Um uh, who's that dude? The uh, uh, it was not Chris, is it Chris Hemsworth 
Or who's the guy that was like a heartthrob for hell? You just said one white dude. Super you just said man. a black guy now. Oh, okay. uh, had, no, Michael fu- B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Thank you. See, <laughs> shout out, shout out to the brothers. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. good enough. Yeah, that's, that's we'll leave it enough. there. Um, so say we had, you know, yeah, you yeah. would give your girl a fucking hall pass <laughs> to sleep with <laughs> the hottest guy in the world because girls are different, bro. Yeah, when they get like that, I feel like they get attached after like physical stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like a guy can do something like that and be like, that was just that. Yeah. But I think. Women are different. I think sex is different for women. Yeah. And it doesn't. I, I just do. I mean, I, I'm not a woman. I don't know. But yeah. I just feel like, you know, they, they care more. They have more feelings. Mm-hmm. They're more intelligent. Hmm. So they kind of will probably see the future more with that person. Well, I think it is all case by case, too. And I think it depends on how long you've been in the relationship. Right. Like, let's say you're 40 years deep into a relationship. Like, honestly, it's very hard to maintain that because I think what it comes down to is the sense of unknown is what makes like that sexual attraction so robust because you can love someone and like love like sustains very long. But like that sense of like you're dating someone for the first time and there's that sense of mystery and that that's what gives it that kind of like thrill, the thrill. Exactly. And like, to maintain that thrill in a relationship is probably one of the hardest things mm-hmm. you can do. And you have to actively work at it, you know? Um, but I think that that's what that represents. It's like still, and I think that's why a big reason why people cheat is because it's that thrill. It's mm-hmm. like, they're not chasing the love or like that person for who they are. They're just like chasing that thrill, you know? And like the, yeah. I knew this older lady and I asked her like, you know, Oh, you've been married 50 years. Like, what how and she's like you know i mean you just gotta let shit go sometimes i'm like what do you mean by that she's like well say he cheated on me you think i'm gonna throw away 40 years for one night i was like damn i mean that's puts it in perspective right like you have this whole life with a person all these memories you built a family you got grandkids all this shit and then one one night someone fucks up him or her Mm mm-hmm what are you going to do? Like, you're going to yeah. throw away your whole life that you built with this person over one night? Well, and that's like an interesting way to think about it. I was like really thinking about the idea of marriage recently and like, don't get excited. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to my girl right now. <laughs> don't get excited just because I'm thinking about something. <laughs> um, but like the whole idea of marriage, right? Like I really enjoy the idea of celebrating love between two people mm-hmm. and bringing your family and friends and like being like, we're in love. Woo. And like having a big ass party for it. Yeah. But then when it comes to the legal binding shit, that's what kind of throws me off because it kind of is, is encapsulated in what you just said. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to throw away 40 years. So the the person who cheated in that, I feel like a part of the reason people do that shit is like, oh, well, getting a divorce is a lot of fucking work. You know, it's like, why not just do this shit? She's not going to divorce me or he's not going to divorce me because mm-hmm. We've been together for so long and it's going to be so much legwork. I feel like a lot of the times marriage traps people into unhealthy relationships because it's so much work to get divorced. Yeah. You know, you have to go through all the legal stuff and then it's like, well, shit, you're already sharing a home. And how do you know who takes the 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 dog and the the couch? And it's like there's so much shit yeah. that has to get divided. It's like, fuck, we might as well just stick through and pretend like we love each other and then it's like this whole fucking thing you know so it'd be so weird like growing up um when i first moved out here i would like hear oh yeah my parents don't sleep in the same bed and i'm just like i just thought that was the weirdest shit like how is that a real thing like my parents have always slept in the same bed 
My grandparents have always slept in the yeah. same bed. But I think financially, a lot of these people are at a different level mm-hmm. than what I grew up around. Yeah. So, you know, getting a divorce would fuck up so much shit. I think, oh, yeah. Financially, that oh, they're like, yeah. let's live this perfect life still. Mm-hmm. You know, you live good, I live good. Yeah. And we just kind of coexist yeah. with our families instead of. It's, relationships are a real tricky thing. Like, I was telling my girl, because, like, you know, everybody has insecurities, you know, um, I feel like you have to be grown up enough to be able to admit that, you know, yeah. everyone has securities. Um, I have insecurities. She has insecurities. I'm sure you have insecurities, For et cetera. Sure. But she was kind of speaking on like, oh, well, like, you know, like sometimes I get worried that like, you know, when you're at the office super late, because I'll be, I'll be in this bitch fucking late, you yeah. know, and I could totally see from her perspective. It's like, oh, Travis has been out late. Is he really working? You know, it happens so often. He could be living a whole second life. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I told her, I was like, I would, I'm not stupid enough to cheat because I know her family. Mm-hmm. She knows my clients. She knows my family. She knows my friends. I know her friends. It's like she, we're so embedded in each other's lives that like if I really wanted to get out of it, I would be smart enough to talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. Be like, listen, I'm not happy anymore. I've been having ideas of cheating, blah, 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 blah. Because if I did cheat, then it's like her family will get pissed off at me. My family will probably get pissed off at me. My friends might, because they like her, they'll probably get pissed off at me. Yeah. My clients will look at me different. It's like, oh, Trav's the type to fucking go behind this girl he spent X many years with. Mm-hmm. Who knows what he might do business-wise? They start looking at me different. It's not like That's true. It's, you're just affecting this one person. You're affecting everybody who knows you guys as a happy couple. Yeah. Because it, it turns not just to Travis cheated. It turns into Travis cheated and he broke up a happy home you know yeah so i I think people don't really think of that longevity because like i know personally if i ever was having second thoughts or like wanted to do something like that there'd be a a big ass conversation first yeah with the significant other in question makes sense man yeah yeah it's it's but yeah relationships are vegas is uh (laughs) yeah yeah that's yeah yeah see vegas is a place that explains vegas a lot of shit gets fucked up yeah man (laughs) I've heard some stories of some buddies going to Vegas, huh? Going to Vegas and just going crazy. And it's like, it's fun to live vicariously, but I don't know, man. Like, there was a part of me in the past who would have done that shit with like some of the relationships that I used to be in, yeah. where it's like clearly we weren't a good match for each other. And like, who even knows if you could, could categorize it as a serious relationship? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, fuck, if I was in Vegas, you know, <laughs> you're doing your thing. Sorry. Huh? But like, now there's no way in hell. And it's yeah. like, it's that, it's, it's, it's scary because. Why put yourself in a tempting situation? That's true, too. You know? <laughs> Vegas the is time. the most tempting situation. I don't think it gets any more tempting than that. Well, because there's, like, a certain, like, th- like something's in the air. You know? It's not like guys for are sure. just going for girls. It's like girls are going for guys. It's like everyone's there for a reason. Yeah. Right? I mean, either it's a bachelorette party, yeah. bachelor party, you know, or a family outing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just went recently, and it was um, for March Madness, mm-hmm. but, like, my girl and a bunch of her family were there. So it was like, it was a family thing, yeah, right? It wasn't docile. like we were strip club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we like we didn't even go to a club, bro. We yeah. just ate hella good, huh. drank some Cristal. Yeah. That shit was dope. That's tight. <laughs> uh, but and just bet on sports games and played yeah. craps. Like, that was it. Yeah, that's um, good. But then, like, all around me is, like, flashing lights and flashing motherfucking lights. And, and curves and drink. I wasn't looking, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm sure she was licking too. Shit. Yeah. Everyone's licking. Well, we were just talking about, we won't get too deep into it, but we were just talking about how it's foolish to think that like the person you're with, you will only ever find them attractive. Yeah. You know, the way I view relationships and even attraction in general is like. It's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. Like, you know, it's, it's all statistics. Yeah. It's like, I'd like to think that I am 99% compatible with my girl, mm-hmm. there might be a girl who's ninety nine point nine percent compatible out there for me, and you'll never meet her. <laughs> you, you know, I know, but like, what are the odds? Yeah. And I'm not gonna gamble. It's like it's all a gamble. Yeah. It's like I'm not gonna if I got a ninety nine percent, I'm yeah. not gambling that I might get the ninety nine point one or above. Yeah. But if I had a fifty percent, I might gamble for sure. You know. Yeah. So it's like when you f- to think that you would only find that one person attractive, there's always gonna be more attractive people out there. You know, and like vice versa, men, women. So I, I assume my girl obviously finds other people attractive. But look all you want. But I mean, it's the truth, right? Like, yeah. I've asked my girl that. And she's like, obviously. And I, she asked me, obviously, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I just think it's dumb to think that this one person that you met only finds you attractive. They yeah. only think you're hot. Like, it's selfish and ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's how you get into an unrealistic re- relationship yeah. with someone, right? It's yeah. like you have all these like unreal expectations and like. Yeah. Just dumb. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of people I don't think realize. Like, relationships are tough, man. I feel like relationships are the toughest thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Business is fucking hard. <laughs> Taxes. <Yeah. laughs> There's a lot of difficult shit out there. Accounting. But regardless, relationships are one of the most difficult things. And, like, there's so many different ways that, like, obviously you learn from a lot of your past relationships. And one way I've been trying to really view relationships is, like, not as two people but like when you come together, it's like you a relationship is almost like this idea that you have to take care of. It's like an animal or a pet. It's like a relationship. Or a child, you, right? Or it's a like child. You gotta nurture it. You, you have gotta to make yeah. sure it's like it's not like you have to look out for yourself and look out for her. It's like you both have to look out for each other, yeah. but then you have to look out for this child that is your relationship. You mm-hmm. have to nurture it. You have to make sure the romance is good. You have to make sure you're talking about it and figuring like airing shit out and like making sure everybody's all good. So it's like it's it's hard to maintain. And I think a lot of people mess up and it's it's crazy in the world we live in now. There's not that many good role models. I don't know. I can't really name that many like very happy homes in mm-hmm. terms of like, cause I, I've always been the type of person to like, like look, entertainment wise or just like friends, in gen- friends, like, entertainment. Like uh, I can't think like, look at fucking Will and Jada, you yeah, know, dude. it's like, <laughs> where are the role models anymore, bro? Oh, bro? It's like, there's financial role models and there's like other, whatever hobbyist role models. But in terms of like happy couple, like ex- examples of a great marriage yeah. role model, I can't find any Brock and Michelle, bro. <laughs> You're talking politics now, bro. That's already a whole nother conversation, man. Oh, shit. So since we were talking about pet peeves, mm-hmm. I'll do one first. A pet peeve that you have for your girlfriend. I'll let you think about it. Oh, no. Mine is like, <laughs> I'm using the bathroom. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's talking to me. Like, bro, leave me alone. Yeah, 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 dude. yeah, yeah. I'm fucking pissing right now. Yeah. Like, I'm using the bathroom. Like, yeah. why are you talking to me? Like, let me do my thing. Yeah. I don't have any pet peeves. <laughs> I love my girl. She's the best. <laughs> of course she is. Course. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, nah, there's the... Um, <laughs> Let me think. How many happened today? No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. No, and that's the dope thing. It's like, you know, of it. it's easier to work on pet peeves with, like, her. Yeah, someone like, you actually yeah. love and care about. Because if it really is an issue, you can, like, tell them. Or, like, you, it's probably usually an issue with you first. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Because like even in your situation, it's like, is she really in the wrong for trying to talk to you while you're in the bathroom? No, nah, it's is just, it just like something a that randomly. Thing. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I don't like to be disturbed while I'm doing business. Here. Yeah, like leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. Like, One of my pet peeves though is like, I'll work all day. She works all day too. I'm not trying to say she doesn't work all day. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> like trying to save my ass before it even happens. <laughs> um, but like, I'll work all day, right? I'm running around nonstop. I'll try to hit the gym if I have time. And then I'm trying to work on music and I'm trying to do this and trying to improve my business. Like all this shit's going on. And then I'll finally get home and relax at like seven or eight or whatever. And she gets home at like five, six maybe. And there's dishes in the sink, right? it's like, my mentality is like, yeah, cool. I'll get it to it in the morning while I'm like making coffee. And she's like, hey, can we finish the dishes before we go to bed? I'm like, what? <laughs> bro. No, oh, bro. I've been working all day, and you think I, if I'm getting ready for bed, I'm getting ready for bed. Yeah. Like the most I'm doing is brushing my teeth and washing my face and laying my ass down. Yeah, anything yeah. outside of that is not part of the plans. <laughs> it's like if you want to do the dishes, you can leave some for me in the morning, but yeah. I'm not touching that shit, bro. I am the same fucking way, dude. I think it's from my childhood though, because mm-hmm. like my mom was literally like, that was the one thing I fucking had to do. Yeah, wash the motherfucking dishes. Yeah. So like now I'm an adult. I don't yeah, live yeah. with my mom anymore. Yeah. It's like, fuck, dude. I could I would get to those dishes in a couple days. Yeah. Like, not not like that. Like yeah. I live alone. You're not gonna stack up crazy, but uh-huh. fucking bowl, plate, a cup, she can sit. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh no no no, wash the motherfucking dishes before you go to bed. And I'm like. It's like my mom all over again. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny because I work with a lot of restaurants, so I get a lot of free food, right? Uh-huh. I always joke, if I was single, I would never have to buy food. Like, I would just eat for free, um, which is dope. But, like, it's funny because she'll cook food. And a lot of times, I just eat food when I'm out and about, like, running from different restaurants, doing what I do. And I'll come home, and I won't be hungry. And then, like, let's say, like, the week goes on, the dishes start to pile up or whatever if they're not getting done. And then she's like the dishes are getting out of control. And I'm like, oh, cool, I'll do it. You know, like, I'll do something. I'll help you out, whatever. And I'll, like, go over there, and she's, like, hard-pressing me about it, and I'll look at the dishes, and I'm, like, counting. You ain't use none I'm, of yeah, that Yeah, 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 I'm counting them up. I'm like, <laughs> not me, not me, not me, not me. Hold up. I didn't cook shit this week. You got three pots in here that's taking up all the room. Yeah. It's like, it's not like a whole bunch of coffee cups that are taking up a whole bunch. It's like, there's only like eight dishes and it's full because five of them are these big ass pots and pans yeah. that are taking up all the room. That you didn't use. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, well, I had to cook dinner. I'm like, you didn't cook dinner for me. Yeah. Like, I, I already ate. <laughs> you know, I feel, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> a big one, bro. Yeah. Dishes are a fucking big one. Yeah. Um, and she didn't like when I used the dishwasher, bro. Oh, wow. Like, she rather... Like, yeah, dude. Huh. And it's like, washing them by hand, you get to clean them more, right? Yeah. you get to pay attention to each dish. And I yeah. think in a dishwasher, it kind of goes everywhere. Yeah. But it actually saves water in a dishwasher. Really? It does. Huh. So, I don't know, bro. Well, I'm, that's kind of an interesting conversation because how I do dishes, right, is I'll, like, rinse them out, and then if I visibly see shit... I'll take the sponge and, like, scrub it down till I can't see shit, and then I'll put it in the dishwasher. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And the reason I do that, and I'm not a huge fan of, like, liking to air dry shit unless it's, like, oh, I got a glass of water, and I just, like, you know, clean the rim and then throw it back because it's fucking water. You know, clean it out real quick and yeah. let it air dry. But the reason I like to put shit in the washing machine or dishwasher, I should say, is because it gets so hot that it's going to zap 
anything. All that shit. You know, so even if it doesn't get hit directly, that heat is going to zap all the bacteria off. Mm -hmm. You know, so like when there's like a, a, like we eat dinner and like the plate's been sitting out for like a couple hours and like the sauce or whatever might get like crusted on there. And then you go to wash it and air dry it. I'm like, nah, we're putting that shit in the dishwasher. Yeah. Because like I don't, you know, uh-uh, uh-uh. Put it up to me. I'm putting everything in the dishwasher. Facts, bro. I'll put pots. I'll put bro. stainless steel. I'll put cutting boards. I don't give a shit, bro. I'm not bro. fucking with it, bro. Yeah. I, I hate that shit. Yeah. Dude. It's like we have it for a reason. I'm not going to sit there and scrub. It was just such a chore growing up. Like, my mom was on her ass about the dishes, yeah. bro. So, like, I could finally grow up, get my own place, and let that shit sit for a couple days. I would do it. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. The dream is to have someone to do it for you. That's the thing about like getting maids. <laughs> Dude, the funny thing, like I've been thinking about getting a maid. I've had I just had a lady clean my house. Yeah. Recently, my apartment. Um she did a fucking great job. Uh-huh. You know what the fucked up part was? Dude, I had dishes in the sink. And I was I was thinking like, all right, I'm gonna fucking wash them uh-huh. before she comes. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, damn, I gotta do laundry too. All right, I'm gonna yeah. go do my laundry. And then next thing you know, she's at the house. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, and then I didn't expect her to do the dishes. Uh-huh. She did the dishes, bro. Oh, wow. Great lady. Well, and that's the funny part. Is $60, like, bro. The whole house is clean. Yeah. $60, bro. Well, I got I got a landscaper who comes twice a month, and it's like 80 bucks a month. I'm like, oh, yes, please. Right, like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? This would have taken me four hours. Dude. 80 bucks, yes. Take my money, please. Yeah. But with the whole maid thing, it's like, I'm like, because I was going to get a maid. It's like, oh, we're going to have a maid come once a month. Just like shit's like tip top, you know? And I was thinking about it. It's like, well, fuck. Like, before the maid comes, you got to do the dishes. You should do the laundry. You should put away, like, any valuables just so it's like, doesn't get misplaced. And then you half, know? You, half the shit's done now. And then it's like, why even get a maid at that point? Yeah. It's like, if I'm doing all the work ahead of time, it's like, oh, let me wash my car before I go take it to get it washed. It's like, what? <laughs> the craziest shit I would hear growing up in Pleasanton was clean up your room, the cleaners are coming. Like, what the fuck yeah. did you just say? Yeah. Clean up your room. The cleaners are coming. Yeah. Crazy, bro. Yeah. Crazy. It's weird, bro. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's but a sh- privilege, though. Yeah, it really is a privilege. And I'm uh, shout out to all the cleaning people out there because, fuck, the world will be a dirty place without them. I was just saying at the Aria, and uh, I was thinking to myself, fuck, dude, like, I don't think I could ever do their job, bro. Yeah, no way. It's a hard job, man. Yeah. And people are fucking disgusting. Yeah. Certain no work way. is just for certain people. Yeah. Um, you know, and work certain work ethics is for certain people. I just, it's a hard job, bro. Yeah, it's a hard it's, job. It's not easy. It's like being a mechanic and all that stuff. Is anything yeah. is, is anything that I'm not already doing. I don't want to do. <laughs> hey, hey, real shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I respect that. Yeah, uh, dude, bro, great, yeah. great podcast. Yeah, honestly, bro. I want to keep going, but I was just looking yeah. at the clock. It's like fuck. It's Sunday night, man. We're chilling. We're yeah. back. Third one in a couple days, bro. Yeah. My girl asked me the same thing. What? You guys are shooting another podcast? Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man. We got to like, get it back up, cranking man. them out. For real. We have to. Yeah. All right. Well, shit. For all I know podcast, thank y'all for tuning in. Oh, shout out uh, Chewy Gomez's son. Pesos. Pesos. Yeah. Shout out Rosary Collective. Shout out Rosary Collective, too. <laughs> for real. All right. Peace. Peace.